Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how does your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media? Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. How you feeling out there? Every day seemed like the last day. Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Been waiting on this episode for a very long time. This is the Super Bowl of podcasting for you, ain't it? This week, for it's sure. Super Bowl of The next seven days, motherfucker, it's lit. <laughs> You're welcome. What we got in store? Uh, man, crazy episode coming up. We got possible paperwork on Fat Joe, maybe. Rick Ross signs his latest rapper. Could MMG be back to the forefront? And, of course, we have a way-too-early review of uh, Donda, the long-awaited Kanye album that is barely 48 hours old. But first, speaking of long-awaited, your man's Kendrick Lamar hopped back on the scene fresh off of his press release. He dropped a new single along with Baby Keem. I don't know whose single this technically is. We'll assume it's Baby Keem's. Um, he had a new verse on this, and he was smoking on your top five, sir. My question, what did this Kendrick Lamar verse do for you? Did it quench your thirst for new material? Man, listen. <laughs> Kenny, Kung Fu Kenny, thank you for coming back and restoring the faith. If you've been listening over the last month, you can tell I kind of been off the ship. We didn't know where Kendrick Lamar was. It's been so long since we've heard from him. He just wasn't participating. This brought it back. Control verse number two. Oh my God. Here we are smoking on your top five. All this going back and forth and petty bullshit that you're doing if you're Drake and you're Kanye West. Hey, reminder, I'm the best nigga that's rapping right now. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> I will so, say yes, this. My thirst 100%. Now, the, the record was hot. The verse was hot. I'm not going to lie. It, it, he sounded hungry. He sounded motivated. He sounded like he had a lot to get off his chest. What I found interesting was the video, though. Uh, the video was a culmination of a bunch of different scenes. You know, Kendrick videos be a little left field. You don't really know what the fuck going on. I don't know what a lot of shit means, but he was waving that PG Lang flag literally in the video, which of course is the company that he started and signed Baby Keem to, which is his cousin, thus the name of this song, Family Ties. So I thought that was very interesting that he's already kind of like TDE who, and he's already repping for his shit that quick i thought that was interesting coming off the heels of that announcement that he made just a few days prior so the energy he, he, he seems energized and rejuvenated and if i'm tde i'm i'm like damn because you've been waiting on this kendrick for for months and years and, and they haven't gotten it you wanted a better two weeks notice than this are you wanted him? this is like a two-day notice nigga it's like I came in the same day and just like, I'm, I'm out, y'all. My bad, bro. Like, I, ain't, I ain't tell y'all I got a better opportunity over here. I'm out. Got the job lined up already, though. Like, nigga, I ain't, bro. Offer letter in the email. <laughs> we already out of here. But no, I mean, I just, I, I again, I don't think that there are bad ties between TD and Kendrick just because he's going his separate way. I think that he's doing it the right way. I got to get it out here. I got to get my name out here. I got to get people talking about it. Much love and respect for TDE. If you're an artist on a tier below me, then 100% maybe you should go there if you don't come to my label. But it's time for me to sever the ties and start doing what I do. He actually, I, 
I mean, he has to move quickly if we're putting him in comparison with the other people in his class, the Drake, Kendrick Lamar, J. Mm -hmm. Cole, like all of those people are already doing their own thing. They've been doing their own things with Dreamville and OVO for a long time. No, granted, it won't take long for Kendrick Lamar to pass OVO, but he might, he got some time to do before he catches up with Dreamville. So you got to hit the ground running, man. One thing interesting also was that the emergence of a new TDE member, Ray Vaughn, came out. He was uh, did a freestyle with the L.A. Leakers, and he dropped a video uh, or dropped a song called Not Allowed through TDE. So, and, and actually, to be fair, he was ripping that freestyle, though. Like, he was right. I've never heard of him before this. He was spitting on that freestyle. Now, whether he can make a song or not, of course, time will tell. But bar-wise, energy like swag sauce he had all of that in the freestyle though so i was like okay maybe maybe the sick the sink isn't shipping i mean damn maybe the ship isn't sinking easy for me to say as quickly as i thought it was so question what's his name ray vaughn yeah animal brown here's ray vaughn on la leakers bodying the freestyle what's your next move oh fuck it forget it i'm going on with my day Am I going to download his mixtape? I'm just going to mention it on my platform. Like, are you supporting him now? How does how does an artist go from I've never heard of him to in your rotation? I check for music. Yeah, I definitely I check a couple of videos. I'm already on YouTube looking at the freestyle. The first thing I'm going to do is search his name and see the latest video. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I'm going to do. I, I didn't get a chance to do that. I was in the middle of something. So I will oh, get you- to that because I was interested to see what if he can make music. Got it. You've noted it. You know, you're going to do further research on it. I put a pin in it, man. I'm interested to see what they do with the next move is for TDE. That's a big deal when your superstar, when this contract is up and he out, like you got to have a plan in place. And I'm, if this is their plan, I got to see what he hitting on. Yeah. I think I'll check out Ray Vaughn just because of what you said. I didn't, I haven't paid attention. I didn't see the LA leakers freestyle, but yeah, he definitely is going to have some big shoes to fill. Not because you expect him to live up to Kendrick Lamar, but just the timing. Like once your big dog says, hey, I'm going to do this, and the next press release is this guy, Ray Vaughn, being signed. (laughs) Yeah, my nigga better be nice. (laughs) Super smoke. Or you're going to be forever being like just a lane that you don't want to be in for your career. That's 100% true. Shout out to Ray Vaughn, TDE, man. I expect big things out of those guys this summer and a big Kendrick Lamar album. Speaking of big albums, big releases, as we mentioned at the top of the show, this is the Super Bowl week of hip hop. We just got Donda. We Mm -hmm. just got um, Kanye West giving you his latest album, arguably the biggest artist in the world, with the exception of this guy, Aubrey Graham. Drake himself dropped the cover art for CLB certified lover boy, Animal Brown. Great marketing or are you over that cover? Yeah, the cover and the sports center. Sports on the top. Yeah, the Sports Center drop was interesting. They kind of made it seem like somebody had hacked in the Sports Center and had CLB September 3rd. And it was kind of weird. We were like, is that the rollout? Like, because it was kind of like, what was that? Like, who caught that? And then, like, Sports Center, like, made, like, a tweet or something. I was like, yeah, we're sorry for the interruption. They're trying to play like it was, like, hacked or something. That was confusing. I don't know what that was. I don't know how much he paid for that. He need to get a refund because that wasn't nothing. Now, the cover which is very interesting, which has pregnant women emojis in different colors all over the cover. That's an interesting, I don't know if that's actually the cover though. I, I know the official album, right? 
cover. Yeah, Elliot Elliot said it was, but I don't. I still don't know. I think there may be another cover, but I will say it's doing what it's supposed to do because I've seen it memed. 15 times already dude like i've seen uh sports accounts meme it i've seen shoe accounts meme it i'm like yo how does this nigga constantly make memeable album covers dude it never fails he's got to be paying somebody to keep this shit going because i didn't think you could do nothing with it and they did little nas x trolled them and shit was funny like dude like i'm like this is incredible that people are able to flip his shit any type of way, even though the cover really didn't move me like that, but I'm stupid interested in hearing this album, though, because mm. we don't know nothing about it. You've been stupid interested in hearing this album since he said that he was going to drop CLB, so we're excluding you That's from true. this conversation. Now, this worries me, and I'll tell you why. No one looking at Sports Center is going to buy this album because of that Drake confusing, break-in, hack like that, that, like, People that they already knew Drake was coming out, they were going to get it. Or the people was like you said, confused and wanted to know, dude, what the fuck was that? And who is Drake? <laughs> like Stop. the 60 year old. I mean, like, come on, like the 60 year old white man in Kansas City that's watching the Royals highlights. He has no <laughs> idea what we're talking about right now. When you're talking about a Drake break in on Sports Center, he really thought they were hacked on Fox News looking for the answers. But the other part of it, you walked right into this, and I wasn't sure that you would mention is the cover and the memeable shit. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll talk about this more, especially from my end, when we're talking about memeable rap and the difference in the generation or era that we grew up in. And to avoid sounding like the get off my lawn guy, I'm wondering how serious is Drake taking this? Like, mm -hmm. I would say that he still doesn't have a classic album. It can be argued. I will, I'm granted that. But we're at a point in your career where if you're putting out an album with this as the album cover, like, I don't know. Like, it's yeah. just this. Are, are you looking for memeable shit or are you coming to body niggas? Like, I don't <laughs> care if niggas re, re I, at this point in time, at the point that Drake is at in his career. And I like you said, you had him in your top five. Like he out here to body niggas. I'm not playing with niggas no more. Like I'm laughing at Kanye West when he trolling me during his album week because none of y'all niggas are on my level. None of y'all niggas have done the shit that I've done before. So putting out something that's memeable. A week before your album, that says concern to me. Maybe Kanye West rattled his cage. Maybe mm. he ain't as confident as we thought he was coming into the certified lover boy because that album, that thing right there, that's trash. That ain't, it doesn't look like hip hop to me and a nigga that's like on his shit. Like, like a nigga that's going to be like, I'm, I'm in album mode. Like, you know, we've seen it. Like niggas coming out, this is the best album uh, ever or whatever it may be that people say prior to that album, but you drop the nine pregnant emojis in different colors. That's kind of nuts to me. I'm yeah. not saying it's wrong or it's right. I'm just saying from the era of hip hop that I come from, that's kind of nuts to me. And it shows concern. Yeah, no, Raises Drake, concern, excuse Drake, me. Drake is... <laughs> Drake Drake trolls and he and he he's tongue in cheek with a lot of his stuff. So I don't know what this is supposed to represent. It's supposed to be kind of lighthearted, supposed to be kind of funny, not taking himself. That's one thing Drake is good at, not taking himself too seriously. Even still, he goes about his business when it comes to that booth. But I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan. If that's the cover, I'm not a fan. It, it's cool not to take yourself serious. I get what you're saying. Like, that's not Drake's person. Drake is not Kobe Bryant. Right. Right. Like he ain't he don't really have but we haven't seen him in Mamba mode like 24 seven. 
But as a fan of hip hop, me, that's what I would expect coming into this album. Like, that's what I thought we were getting. I thought Certified Lover Boy was the joke. And mm. That's the only joke you're getting. But now you open the door when you are lighthearted, like you said, for niggas like Kanye West to play with you. Mm. And that's what he's doing. Like, you playing with me, bro. <laughs> like, you come out of nowhere with this. I'm living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium and doing all of this weird shit two weeks before my album dropped. Like you knew this shit was going like, you knew, you knew my little window in my day and you're playing with me. And like you said, Drake being lighthearted leaves the door open for niggas like Kanye West to play with him. I can't wait. Paul, I can't wait. 11, 11 59, man. I might just hop in. I might start the car up. I might download the, the shit, start the car up. Nigga just ride around downtown Atlanta, run to the album with fuck it. Hey man. 11 59. 50 year old man riding around to that Drake when it drop at 12 a.m. is nuts. I just, I just want to let you know that. I might do that shit. Fuck it. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, let, let's take it to the big screen, man. T.I. T.I. was a part of a movie called ATL. His first movie, I want to say. Quite possibly. Yeah, the coming of age comedy drama joint. Y'all remember ATL, man, back in 2005, excuse me, 2006. Well, 15 years later, a trailer just dropped starring him for ATL 2. It was a little teaser trailer. Let me ask you, are you checking for this ATL 2 featuring your boy Clifford Harris? I'm interested. Trailer was some slaw. Uh, them walking down the street. <laughs> Uh, a happy days that I have no idea what the trailer was about, but I'm interested in the idea, the evolution of the characters in there could be a really good movie. One that we need uh, in the quote unquote, what's the genre? Do we call it the hood movie genre? Yeah. I think this has a great opportunity. Like they can take it from what it was, the lighthearted coming of age and make it a full fledged drama. Like we're in this mm. 2021, they could do something with that to make it really good. Um, so I'm looking forward to this, man. I think T.I. is looking for his next act. You know mm. what I mean? If it's going to be movies or he thought it was podcasting, he wanted to be a social activist. So if he can get something to catch on, if this movie springboards it, I'm looking forward to that being a big fan of T.I. Yeah, this was the epitome of a teaser trailer because obviously man. they didn't show anything of actual movie footage. It was just like you said, them, him and several cast members walking. Um, where are they going? Who the fuck knows? I will say this, though. The cast still looks relatively young, though. Like, they yeah. just like didn't age crazy like that. Max Black <laughs> so, don't crack at all. I mean, right, exactly. Is so, that country Wayne in there? I didn't see that. Comedian dude. I, I thought the comedian dude looked just like, I didn't know if that was Country Wayne. He just looked like that, man. I ain't see. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I will say this, man. Shout out to the directors, Craig Robinson. He's known for doing a bunch of music videos. I'm here for this if it's true. T.I. hasn't mentioned this or tweeted this, and there's no date. And it's like, no, you don't know if it's going to be true. Yeah, we don't even really know if this happening. I like, mentioned this, though. I think this was on T.I. page. Oh, if I saw this from the direct, because I follow Chris Robinson, and yeah, he's he posted it. retweeted. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, in, in that case, then it, it, it may happen. Uh, but I'm here for it. ATL one is really, really good. Um, I don't know what type of storyline that they're going to talk about, but I will say this though: Did you watch? Uh, have you seen Kevin Hart little one on one interview series where he's sending the wine cellar? I've seen the previews. I haven't watched it. Okay, so he, he got an episode with Ice Cube, hmm. and he asked Cube about the status of Friday. Right. 
And he said, and Cube said he turned in a script. And I, I'm going to tell you what he said and tell me if you fuck with this plot. He said it was going to be Craig and Day Day. And it, he said he wrote this before we got legalized. He said they had a dispensary. They end up getting locked up. Mm-hmm. But while they're in jail, they're in the same jail as Debo. They're in the same. Well, obviously, I mean, obviously, you could tell it's old because obviously Debo's right. not Time here. This was a lie. Right. D, they, they, so they got locked up in the same jail as Debo, same jail as uh, the Joker dudes from part two. And what's the name from part three? Terry Crews from part three. And so that hijinks ensue. And <laughs> man, ain't nobody trying to see them niggas in jail, bro. Like, what Get the fuck out of here, nigga? Did Kevin Hart tell him get the fuck out of here? Huh? Hopefully, hopefully Kevin Hart told him get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no. He didn't it's a rap on that storyline anyway. Nigga for saying damn his age. I thought Kevin Hart was on there keeping it real or something. Yeah, nah. That, it, that plot, you, do you like that? It's okay. I don't want okay. to see them in jail, bro. Like the whole, the whole, the epitome of Friday is like in the hood. Like it's in a Friday in the neighborhood. That's you don't take this shit to jail, man. I don't want them promoting that. Like that nah. shit could be funny though, bro. It, with them in it, with all that, with Big Worm in there, like it, that shit could be funny though. It could be, but I, I would, I would rather see them on the block, like in the neighborhood, <laughs> bro. Like don't, 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 don't break the wheel, bro. Like we got the the, the wheel is there. It's invented, <gasps> my nigga. We ain't got to take this to fucking France and Mars and jail, my nigga. Just leave it right here in the hood, dude. This is the epitome of leprechaun and out of space and shit, nigga. Just stay right here in the hood, bro. <laughs> Friday yeah. in space, nigga. I had a cube better than that, too. Somebody, he didn't write this. Somebody gave him that. He shit. said he wrote it, man. He said he turned it in. He said they wasn't fucking with it. <laughs> I see why. That's why. They don't, nobody don't want that shit, man. Nobody don't see no niggas in jail, bro. The jail comedies are over. It's right there with the slave shit, my nigga. We want to see niggas out and free and prospering, nigga. <laughs> All right, so moving on before we get into this much anticipated Donda review, uh, your man Rick Ross is keeping MMG in the game brick by brick, still trying to build it up. He signed a new Boston rapper, Smoke Boga. I'm mm. not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, if it's Boga or Boga. My question to you for MMG and Rick Ross, do you see big things on the horizon for the second stage of MMG or is this grand opening, grand close? On the reverse side of our guy Ray Vaughn over at TDE, which I was impressed with when I listened to him, Ross put out a single with Smoke Bulga. That got his single? That water whipping shit? Oh, no, I ain't heard that. He He put it out. It came out literally today. Mm. And it took that, uh, what's my boy that, man, what's my guy that just passed from Bad Boy? Uh, Black Rob. It's got that Black oh, Rob awesome. sample in there. Yeah. And Ross sounded great on it, but the Smoke Bogan nigga was some slow. Like, bro, like, what is this? This, I'm not, I have no, I'm not looking forward to this. If this is what MNG's next act is, it's always a rap. Put him in the dirt. Um, Gonna clean them up, do like just get rid of MMG, file for bankruptcy because this ain't it. Like, I don't know if it's like a single deal or if he actually signed him to the label, but you don't go for Meek Mill, Wale, Stiley, Omarion, who are all decent in their own right to borderline stars to this. What I just heard, this ain't it, dude. Like, so 
No, this may be too little too late. I'm very interested to see uh, companies when they they're on their last leg, what they what their next move is. And we'll talk about cash money in just a second, too, because they signed somebody new. But I, before but I want to hear your thoughts on smoke bulga out of Boston. Saying that Stolly is a borderline star is nuts. Uh, that was more for Wale and Meek Mill, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, and I listened to this, the Gotti song. He has a song like Gotti or something like that. It's pretty good. Mm. Not what I would expect out of some guy from coming from New England that I've never heard of before this press release. Um, so I question Rick Ross's eye for talent because I would I don't think a Barion or Stolly or Tracy T or uh Peel Peel like First of all, every every roster has bench players, dude. We're not finna that's point great. out the bench players and be like, look at his roster. Like, come on. He now. hit big, he hit big with Meek Mill and Wale. So it looks like yeah. he's done a great job at MMG. But like you said, I just named the rest of the bench and like you got literally nothing. <laughs> like you got Cadillac Tile and and whatever the other nigga name was Black on Child. uh Murder Inc. Black, what's his name? Black Child. Yeah, like that's what you got. And and I'm not saying that these niggas had to be Meek Mill and Wale, but we could have at least got some contribution, and I'm not going to fully blame them for that. You got to start looking at the boss if that's the thing that happened. So I'm not sure if Rick Ross can pick talent. Like, I'm not mm. sure if he's at that stage in his career where he wants to step back and put 100% like a cash money would behind a new artist because Ross still out here. For sure. I'm still trying to have $10,000 events where you sign up for him and come see him. And in order to do that, he got to be the star. And I feel like if MMG is going to prosper, he got to be the boss, not the star. Like he can't be baby. Ain't no more baby. Like mm. it's either one or the other, in my opinion, in, in, in today's rap game, like that, it ain't enough room on Rick Ross's bandwidth. It ain't enough room on his plate for him to say, well, I'm going to be Rick Ross and still be up here. And I'm going to bring a nigga like, what's his name? Smoke Bulga. Smoke Bulga. That name ain't to meet Mill status. Yeah. Listen. But that being said, if Rick Ross, he can find talent that's developed already. Like his name still ring bells in the street with a nigga that's bubbling. He got a chance, but it can't be Smoke Bulga. Listen, he needs to get a page from the Yo Gotti playbook. Because mm-hmm. Yo Gotti has managed to find ESTG. 42 Doug, Moneybag Yo. Like, he's able to find these people. So I don't know if it's him or someone on his team that got their ear to the street, but it's working, whatever it is. Ross, it's that time. Meek Mill don't want to answer your phone. He won't let you in VIP. Who knows what Wale is on? Wale might retire tomorrow. We Who knows? It's time, Ross, to have your, your contingency plan in place for a new roster, a new overhaul, some new talent. So you need to keep your, you need to hold a damn, uh, you don't need the business thing to get to get more investments and shit at the crib. You need a damn talent show at the house. Rap job fair. (laughs) You need a job fair at the house. I'd have a job fair, yeah, MMG job fair. That's what you need to find some talent. But that's the difference between a nigga like Rick Ross and a nigga like uh, Yo Gotti though. Your guiding ain't really trying to be an act no more. I'm going to take it if it come. If I catch one, if I catch a single, cool. I'll put you an album out behind it and we're going to make it do what it do. But other than that, I want money bag. Yo, popping. I want black youngster popping. I want everybody CMG in it out. 
I don't really know if Rick Ross is there yet or if he like like Rick Ross is a star and this ain't knocking him. It's just saying like where he at in his road. I don't know if he's there where he like pushing a nigga to, to be as great as they can be. Speaking of second acts, though, I sent you a dude. First of all, I woke up Saturday, hopped on my blog sites, just searching. Mm-hmm. And I see the headline, new cash money artist releases mm-hmm. single. And I was like, I have to hear this because I got to see what Birdman got up his sleeve because I've buried him a few times over the last year. And he signed a rapper from Florida named 88. And I had zero expectations for this song. It's called Hit. And I pressed play. And I was thoroughly impressed at what I heard, dude. That was way better than I was expecting. So shout out to Birdman. I don't know how he does it. He still got records with Young Thug. They just did like a little Rich Gang video. I don't know how he's able to pull this shit off, dude. He's the Michael Myers of hip hop, dude. He will not die. He keeps just going. And that song with this kid from Florida is fire. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. It's banging. I'm interested to see what he got going on. We're seeing new turnaround, bro, with TDE, with Cash Money, with possibly MMG. Like, we're seeing I'm, – I'm really curious to see which one of these can stand out after they've had successful runs. Like, who can have that second act? Or second and Cash act, Money's – ten And Cash Money's, uh, instance, seventh act. But Facts. everyone else and, is interested. And Cash Money, like you said, they've been doing this for a long time. This is exciting. Like for, yeah. for people from our generation, you and I have seen Dame Dash and we seen Rockefeller. We seen No Limit. We seen bad all boy. the different bad boy, the independent labels. Seeing these people re-up is super exciting. Like yeah. you said, I'm I'm very interested to see Rick Ross next play, uh, Yo Gotti next play. All of Gucci man, like all of these people who we've seen go and like the career is extended to, to the point that they can extend it. And now they got people out here putting in work and we get to see them wear the executive hat and finally get that aspect back in the game because we were missing it for a while. Like yep. it wasn't the, the, that person like baby, what baby has been doing for years and what we knew Master P and what we knew uh, Puff Daddy to be in a Suge Knight a long time ago. We missed that for a long time. And like you said, with TDE reemerging and uh, MMG, like we get may, may get to see it again. The re-ups can crash and fall. New No Limit. But they, new, yeah, they new can. Death Row. Remember when they, when they, did, what was it? The, the Row? Like, the no, row, bro. Murder East. Inc. The Inc.? No. Going out, yeah, Death Row East going different ways. But yeah, it, it can burn 100%. But you're smart. You would think people are smarter now, too. Like, baby, been, like you said, maneuvering. He like a fucking ant. Like, every, <laughs> it don't matter what happened, a nuclear bomb can hit, nigga still gonna be alive. But with that being said, you got to respect it. And that's the blueprint. I'm sure what a nigga like Yo Gotti is looking at building CMG, like he getting baby on the phone. Like, what yeah. should I do right here, bro? Like, y'all niggas been doing this for 30 years, 40 damn near. Maybe you got to be baby like the Bono of hip hop. That nigga like 60, right? 62, 63. <laughs> I'm able to put the 60 piece on, on bro. Huh? I ain't putting the 60 piece on him. Baby, six, baby 60. Yeah, ain't no way. You gotta be. He was 30 in the 90s. Not with a red star on his head. Into the teens, dude. That's nuts. Baby, not, at least if he's not 60, he's 58. 
Shout out to Birdman, dude. I, I like that. I like that record, though. I, I couldn't believe I was liking that shit. I was like, damn, ain't this a bitch? That shit hard. I, I couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave him alone, bro. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck it, man. Song banging, right? That song tough. How much money do you have to have to dress like Birdman at 58 years old? How much you got? How much you got to have in the bank? I gotta, I gotta have nigga four or five hundred M's, nigga. It's the only way, bro. And that's why he dressed like that to keep up that image of having four or five hundred M's. I gotta be a billionaire. Fuck that. <laughs> Liquid, nigga. Cash, all cash money. <laughs> Birdman be bullshit. I'm 60 dressing like that, bro. I got a billion dollars. You better fucking believe it, my nigga. Nigga, speaking of billionaires, goddammit. Okay. Kanye to the West, nigga. Yay. We here. Donda is here. You're all welcome. The long awaited. Supposed to come out 2020. It's supposed to come out July of 2020. Here we are a year and some change later. Three live events later. Two cities. One uh, overnight stay at a stadium later. We finally get the release. Uh, he had the Chicago show with the recreation of his childhood home in the middle of Soldier Field. Had a lot of cameos. Had Marilyn Manson on stage. It's kind of weird. Uh, the baby. A lot of oh. other people. That goes down. People just knew that it was going to come out Friday. Uh, Boo over at Def Jam said VP at Def Jam said it was dropping Friday. Friday comes. It doesn't come out. Then Sunday, wake up. Here it is. All 20,000 tracks of Donda are on streaming sites Sunday morning. There's been a whole bunch of shit surrounding this album. But first, though, I do want to ask, what do you think about the response to the album dropping? Whether it's him taking to because he hasn't said anything this entire time. Right now, he's taking the Instagram showing tweets or showing text about how the baby's manager wouldn't clear the record. He's showing texts about he's speaking about how Universal, you know, he didn't they didn't get his approval to drop the record. What do you think about the uh, Breakfast Club went in on him, called him a clown. They wouldn't say why Soldier Boy is mad because his verse didn't get put on. What do you think about the stuff surrounding the album before we get to the album when it comes to the release of it? This is Kanye West. This is Kanye West at his finest. This is what he does. Like when he drops an album out. Even if it's not sonically what you want to hear, there's going to be so much shit surrounding it that you, it, it's at least going to get on your radar. The number one breakfast show, the number one hip hop show talks about it in the morning. Soldier Boy, who knows how to make headlines, brings it up like all of these people that he knows move the meter, have a problem miraculously with his album and are talking about Kanye West album is brilliant for what he does. And I'm not saying that it's planned. I don't know right. if he went meant to do this or not, but Kanye West is a beast at doing this. I know exactly how to push your fucking buttons. And I thought that everything that surrounded him coming into that album, everything that he went through politically, I thought that that time had passed. So when you ask me as I look at this shit play out and 
DJ Envy's so mad about it, and and people are calling him a clown. Like I'm like, damn, this nigga, he got him again. <laughs> like people swore to God that they would through with Kanye fucking West, and I don't, I'm over him. He's canceled, and it wasn't everybody. Right, right, right. I, I know that. I know that there were people still checking for him, and he still had super fans. But the same people that are like, oh, I'm never going to do this and do that. Those are the same people still mad. <laughs> like, it's real easy, I promise you, in 2021 to ignore a 44-year-old rapper, dude. It's easy, even if it's Kanye West. But if you the person is adding fuel to the fire, I can't believe he did this. I can't believe he did that. Then of course, it's going to continue to snowball and snowball and snowball. And he makes it where you can't not comment about it. Yeah, that, well, he that's tries the difference. Where you can't not comment about it, and so many people today in 2021 fall into that, and that's why he has so much shit surrounding his album every time. So when you ask the question that you did, I'm amazed and impressed that he's still able to do this. Yeah, people, he's still able to trigger people, which is very interesting. And, and again, Breakfast Club wouldn't go into why they were. Envy called him a clown 17 times in like an eight second stretch. Dude. They said it was like, because of how he was treating. Well, from what I read, I didn't listen to the Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. but what I read, it was in reference to how he was treating people behind the scenes in reference to getting this album made. Mm-hmm. Like his treatment towards just how he acted towards them, like, like I guess language wise, how he talked to them and how he treated them once it came out and wasn't pleased with some of the stuff and how he like called and jumped off on them. I think it had something to do with that. Interesting. Well, I, I think it's crazy that he's able to trigger Chris Brown was triggered. He called him a whole hole, which I was like, okay, he's on the album again. No one's really like elaborating with the exception of soldier boy. Who's just seizing the moment to be relevant for 72 more hours, which is fine. I get that. You got to do that. If you him, because he played the verse of the shit that he turned in, and there's no doubt in my mind I know why that verse didn't make the fucking album. Because it was trash, nigga. Like, that shit would have jackballed one of my favorite songs on there. So, like, thank God that didn't make the album because it was terrible. He's just fucking, he's just trying to get into the algorithm and trend. He just wanted. in. So That's what did you think did. about everything surrounding it? You, did you expect it? No, I didn't. And I I just think it's so funny that he has people so triggered and it's he's so polarizing still like still, bro. Like and like and if you're if you're going to call him a whole hoe or whatever the fuck you're going to say, you got I need context, bro. I know. Don't post it and delete it. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then six months from now, you pop up on a remix or something because he's on the album. Chris Brown is on the album. Like, so are you mad because his verse, your verse got took off because that happens all the time. Why do you think people do that with Kanye West? Like, I don't know. A, a lot of times people leave it to, oh, I'm going to criticize him, but I'm not going to go into specifics about what it is that we have a problem about. Like, that's the whole thing with Drake. Like, well, hey, no, nah, he, he elaborated. Uh, Drake elaborated, though. Wait, bro, he elaborated on the shop. That, that, does that sound legit to you? Like, I, I, I don't know what other way to ask you than that. Does that sound legit? Like, yeah. oh, my nigga, here, here go a beat. You take it, you do whatever, and then you drink, you go, and you hear poopity scoop on it. And now y'all got this full-fledged beef for the last two, three years? No, it's, 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 like it it's sounds like, to it next. For, and just for people that missed it, Drake said that he flew out to 
fucking Wyoming wow. had the session with him. They chopping it up. Everything's all good. And he's like, yo, he heard he played one of the beats for him. He's like, yo, let me get that. He's like, cool, that's all you. And then a week later, Kanye puts the song out and it's the Pookity Scoop record. And so he's like, yo, is this nigga fucking with me? Like, what, like, what was that? Like, that's like on some mental, like, <laughs> some mental warfare. So like, yo, he, he, he just put it out. It wasn't on no album. It wasn't on nothing. Bro. So it's like, it make it look like he's trying to play chess. He's trying to fuck with you. And so, yeah, I, I can understand how things could go left from there. That's all I'm saying. Cause you, cause Drake is not gonna let that slide without throwing some shit on the record, and people gonna pick up on it, and then Pusha T gonna gas Kanye, and it just, it's just I can see it spiraling out of control. But that's a very Kanye is an interesting dude, and probably is somebody that I wouldn't hang with. You, we all know somebody that we wouldn't that. hang with. I don't believe that you would hang with Kanye. Nah, dude, he's a he's a he's an interesting. It would be cool on some artistic shit to see him do his thing, but just like as a friend. That nigga, man, he weird as fuck, bro. But like I'm that not. goes to part of the point of what I'm talking about when you just explain that story, right? You call me to the studio and we doing all of this shit and then you tell me I can have this beat and I hit a poopity scoop on it. As opposed to, and what I think is the issue is that everybody and most people can't corral Kanye West or get the real shit out of him. You call the nigga up next. Like, you don't wonder, is he, are these mind games? You don't do none of that shit. Hey, bro, what the fuck you got going on? I thought you said this beat was for me. What, what, what's this shit? So let's go on and get this shit out in the air. That way you can't finagle out of it. You can't blame mental illness. I'm getting you on the phone, my nigga. What is this? And I think too many of the times, like the shit with Jay-Z, like I'm sure Jay didn't call the nigga and be like, hey, bro, what the fuck was that? Like, even with this shit with, the breakfast club that we're talking about as opposed to envy. Oh, you're a whole hole and this and that, like for 30 minutes on your fucking morning show. Like I can get in touch with you. I can tell you, you a whole on your phone and you finna have to listen to this. Cause you did some <laughs> fucked up shit and you can hang. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I feel like the people and, and push a T responded to the breakfast club. And he mm. said that like, y'all got me fucked up. Essentially y'all got me and my team fucked up. Cause part of it was, you guys should be holding him accountable. Like what I'm saying right now. Yeah, You yeah, guys yeah. should be telling him, hey man, it ain't cool to treat people like that. It yeah. ain't cool to act like this. And Pusha T and his team essentially responded and said, dude is a grown man. Like what are we supposed to do? Yeah, we yeah, hold yeah. him accountable as much as we can, but I can't hold the nigga hand and tell him how to and to not treat people. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's up to people. Like, if you let him, Drake, do this and call you here and play these mental games with you and release your address, supposedly, like, that's on you, my nigga. You got to call and straighten that. Like, your team can't do that. Like, you can't be passive aggressive and do all this. Like, you got to call and straighten that. Else, a nigga like Kanye West going to keep pushing the line because that's what he does. He's a line pusher. He's a button pusher. So like unless a nigga call him straight all the way out, I feel like it's going to be like, like you're going to get these situations. I feel like, and we're about to get to the actual meat of the conversation, which is the album itself. I feel like the antics bleed over into the music for a lot of people. And I say that I had a conversation with my, my guy over the weekend and he gave it the first run. He was like, bro, I can't listen to it. It's some slaw. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. I said, I said, just, I said, run it back. Just, I said, just run it back. He's like, bro, I can't listen. I said, no, nah, just run it back though. Just run it back. He calls me back and was like, okay, and like I get it. I needed that second listen because I had to wash away 
the pump fakes, the, the fucking, the delays, the I'm getting a divorce on season seven of this show. And nigga, they probably now they back to get, I, I got to wash away all of that shit. And I had to clear my ears so I could listen without the bullshit drowning it out because that can leak into it. And I, to me, that's a fair assessment. To me, I'm a super fan. So I, I don't really let it penetrate my opinion like that, but I can see it being overwhelming and too much that I'm hearing news from a musical artist that doesn't concern music. It's always something else. Like it ain't a new song. It's just a new rumor or something new, stupid you said, or a new hat you got on or a new controversial. Like that can be exhausting. And then when you hear a project like what Kanye makes or what the type of music that Drake makes, because you need more than one sit down traditionally with some of the stuff that they make. So that first listen is going to be, your ears are going to be filled with the bullshit leading up to it. So I, I, I got that over the weekend. And I think that that's a fair style. I was like, no, that's fair. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't affect me like that, but I can understand somebody saying, yo, dude, I'm exhausted of hearing this nigga. <laughs> and so when I listen to it at first, I'm already slick annoyed, but I, I fresh ear. I feel like you have to listen to this with fresh ears with dude, bro. Cause he just, he just be on some other shit. Even mm. I be over it, but I just don't let it. it it's different for me though. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I get your point, and it's a valid one. And what I would say, I'm about to go deep here with it. Kanye West music used to be so clear. Like, graduation, um, late registration, like, that shit was like, you could tell what the fuck the nigga was saying. And I know we you grow as artists, and you develop different sounds, and I get that. You can't sound like your first album all the time, but to your homeboy's point, when I put this in and you listen to it for the first time, it's easy to miss. Yeah, that's a fact. A lot of shit. It's a lot. Like it's, it's easy to miss because it's a lot going on. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then on top of that, you put in everything else that's out there. Yeah. All the MAGA hat shit, yeah. all the slaves of choice shit, all of that adding into it. And you're like, man, I'm not going to try this hard to listen to Kanye West, dude. This nigga halfway got my ear anyway. That's fair. So I get that. That makes perfect sense. What yeah. I would argue and say the problem is, though, is Kanye West is at this point where he loves being Kanye West more than he loves doing music. Mm. And I thought about that listening to this on about the third time, because you are right in the point that you bring. The more you listen to it, you like you start to notice some cool shit on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not coming from a nigga like that loves, like we talked about the Kobe in him. Like Kanye West used to have that in him. Back around my beautiful dog, Twisted Fantasy. Like I remember listening to that album and being like, man, this nigga loves fucking music. Like I could tell this nigga loves to do this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeezus comes out and all the albums that have came out. This one I've listened to more than any of those. But when I listen to this one, I don't say that. I say, man, this nigga's really fucking talented yeah. at music. He's a musically brilliant, but I don't hear love in there anymore. Like, and, and what I would equate it to, like, you can even say, like, he's taking most of it out. Like, Kanye West used to talk so much on his albums. And now you got this one. It's the same length as far as how long the album plays, but it's a lot less words. And I think that comes from a nigga like him who can do music well, and I can put this shit together in my sleep and make it sound motherfucking 10 times better than anybody else out here. I just don't like to do it as much anymore. I like being Kanye West. 
Mm-hmm. I like pushing the buttons. I like people talking about me. I like beefing with Drake. And if it takes me to have to put this album out and do all of this other stuff, I'll do this to have the spectacle going on because I enjoy the spectacle much more. Because if you look back to his progression over his career, that's what he's always wanted. I've wanted to be Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas try to put me in a producer box. I told y'all niggas I could rap. Once I started rapping, y'all niggas told me I couldn't be the biggest innovator Walt Disney ass nigga is. Here I am worth a billion dollars. I love doing that shit. And I think if he was more honest about that as opposed to acting like it's about the music and Donda's just big creative piece. It's not, bro. You're just good in music. You know how to do this shit really well, but you don't like it. You don't like doing this shit, and we can tell. Because if you did, we would get the same shit or similar to the same shit when it comes to content and lyrics and passion that we got in the other albums. And it just, Mm -hmm. it's not there. Like, it leaves a lot out, even though it's really good sonically. It leaves a lot to be desired as far as, man, I wish a nigga like Kanye West, the Kanye West, the old Kanye, as we would say, I wish that he were talking on some of these tracks as opposed to this new nigga. I'm in the minority. Like, I'm, I don't need the old Kanye. Uh, I, I I like the stuff that has come out. Even I understand that that makes sense, though. Like, I, I won't act like, what are you talking about? Nigga, I, yeah. nah, it, that, that definitely makes sense. Um, but I will say listening to this one though, the 27 tracks scared the shit out of me when I first seen it. I was like, ah, fuck. Cause Jesus is King. I, I'm not, we all, I'm on record. I don't like gospel music. I, I damn sure don't like gospel rap. Uh, <laughs> but, and Jesus is King didn't really move. Like there's a couple of joints I revisit some of the more traditional sounding songs on there, like three or four, but the other tracks on there, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't really get jiggy with it like that. But I will say I pressed play on this and I had time because I was putting together a chase and I'm like the least handy niggas, handiest nigga on earth. So I was going to struggle with that chase for at least an hour. We, we was going to get we're going to get to at least an hour and a half of this. I'd still be putting that motherfucker together <laughs> when you started. So I was like, nigga, this works out perfectly. So I hit play on it and I'm letting and it's and it's running. And again, I have fresh ears. My ears, when I'm when I hit play, I don't remember anything leading up to this. Like all that's out the window for me. So I'm listening with fresh ears, and by like halfway through, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I really ain't like I really didn't just hear nothing. Was like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Like I, I went to the live show. Obviously, I went to the first one in Atlanta. So I'm hearing stuff that I heard at the live show. I'm hearing new shit, and I'm like, I'm hearing a gang of features. This, this is really a slick, like a compilation, if we being honest. And I'm like, I'm hearing it, but I'm like, I slick haven't heard nothing where I was just like, this is some bullshit. Um, so I'm really fucking with it. So my initial reaction was I, I liked what I was hearing, but it's so many tracks that you really can't process. Like you'll become familiar with a section of the album, but not the whole thing. So like I, I, could, I can get familiar with like the first 10, I'm like, nigga, the song with Lil Baby is tough. I'm like, nigga, the song with Thug. You know what I'm saying? This, that. I'm able to. But then, like, 16, 18, and 21. Like, bro, I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take me three days to really get familiar with what's what. But with that being said, I, initial thoughts, I liked it. And I was surprised that I liked it 
as much as I did coming off Jesus King and it being a low key gospel rap album and it being an hour and 45 minutes long. I liked it more than I thought I would, even as a Kanye stan. What, what did you think when you heard it the first time? Is it gospel rap? I mean, at this point, yeah, I, I, I mean, nigga, songs are called Judas, Jesus, Lord, nigga, uh, Lord, I need you. I guess like, it just I has it. to do with my, I don't know. I, I just think. Praise God. Is, what are we talking about? This is where he is in his life, though. Like, it's just, he'd be a fool. If it, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to call this gospel rap and what I would think it was. Yeah. Uh, first listen to the album, though. <clears throat> it was, again, it, it wasn't a lot of information. And going back to the old Kanye comment that you said, you not needing the old Kanye. I understand that. But I think the game does. Like the game needs the old Kanye. It needs the commentary that we used to get from a 50 cent or the commentary that we would get from a Jay-Z when he was hot or Tupac, as I talked about a couple of shows ago. That's why it's so exciting when Kendrick Lamar come out and say something like smoking on your top five. There's a culture and then there's a Kanye West where he has out in this stratosphere. And we would still like him to talk about the culture even being out in this stratosphere. Like it makes us feel a part of your journey. Take us with you, my nigga. And I feel like this album wasn't that. And what saves it and what makes it, what made me like it is the features were. Yeah. Like the features would bring it back. Yeah. Like every time you get ready to, or if I did say, man, what is this I'm listening to? Lil Baby will pop me in, or Dirk will pop me in, or West Side Gun will pop me in. Yeah. And it'll bring you back, and then Kanye will come take you back out to where he's trying to take you. So it was a really good balance on that. That's what I was thinking first listen, because like you, I'm listening for the shit that I'm pressing skip on. Let me get that right. out of the way immediately. But it was mixed up so well as far as, all right, like I said, here go Lil Baby. Just when I was just when I'm finna hit skip, I hear little baby and Lil come in, you know. So he did a really good job of mixing that in there. And my critique, like I say, would be I didn't get the the culture commentary that I yearn for from a good rapper, like what Tupac would do, what Kendrick Lamar would do. That is what Kanye West was fucking brilliant at. And that's turned into I'm just gonna let you know about how I'm feeling and what I'm going. Well, through. nah, he. I, hold on, I can't. I ain't gonna let you do that though, because he's got some cultural commentary on here. Even the song, the song with Dirk, when he's like, "Nigga smoking on ops, that shit ain't cool. That's not gonna get you no money." Da 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 da. Like like all the like them bars and th- that song specifically, because Dirk. That's one thing about the features. I think he 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 had people get out of comfort zone a little bit. Like, you can't get on here, money cash holes. Like you got to actually be saying something. Dirk kept it a stack on there by losing his brother, by losing Vaughn. Dirk like, probably got the hardest verse on this fucking... The, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was a top-tier verse coming from Dirk, bro. Same thing. Baby, Baby's able to do that. He's done songs with Kurt Franklin. So, like, he's able to step outside and... Who? Baby. Baby? baby? Little Baby, nigga. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fuck? What you I was talking, talking about? Brian Williams. I was Absolutely like, not. He had a stroke over there, didn't he? Nigga, that that Birdman, uh, Kirk Franklin, Kirk Franklin collab, nigga, that'd be nuts. But no, that's absolutely in the next not. 10 years. That's in the next ten years, boy. But but, but people, the Fabio, like Fabio, Ford stepping out, talking about what he was talking about, like these, he was forcing people to step outside of their normal. Let me just do my quick little punch in, 
bars and nigga, we get in and get out microwavable shit. So I, even the baby, like I, I, I really like that he was able to bring that out of people. I ain't hit a baby verse. This shit was blacked out on Spotify. He got, yeah, he got, it got added Sunday night. I still don't see it on here. Yeah, it's on there. It's it's a uh, jail part two. He on there. And this verse was dope. I thought this verse was dope. Like that's one of his best. I heard verse. about this verse. I didn't, I never got to hear it though. Yeah, like that. I was like, damn. Like, so I, I say that to say he was able to bring that out of them in a different way, and he, which aids to the content that you were looking for of introspective, personal. I'm talking about what's really going on. Some real shit. We ain't talking about no ice around my neck. We ain't talking about no frivolous shit. We got plenty of time to do that to party and bullshit. But on here, the features brought it and, and to me. Even um, Jet, even the locks, the locks was talking about some real shit, bro. Like I was like, I, uh, Sheik ripped it. I, Sheik definitely ripped that. Like I was, I was fucking with this, bro. I, I think the album is tough. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was, and, and then it's twenty. Spoiler alert. No, it's twenty. It's twenty seven tracks, and I think that was a that was a shout out or not to the two previous albums being dumb short. The the Jesus is King was like eight songs, and then the Yay was six or seven. So like I, I think that was a nod to that. Like okay, y'all said I rushed this, and I you know what I'm saying I, I half assed this. Then okay, I'm gonna give you double digit two hour long album, and then like you can't say that no more. And in a in a day and age when people are not really doing it like that, that's a this is a double disc basically. Yeah, I saw that comparison that it would be yeah. a double disc if they were still making CDs. Uh, yeah, I mean. What what you're saying is not a lie as far as the features stepping up and him asking to do or them giving the social commentary that I'm looking for. But I ain't gonna hold you, my nigga. That still ain't Kanye. Like Kanye West is special because of his social commentary. And what you're saying is dope. It's fire that I can get a nigga to step out of the box and I'm I've been so impactful. I think people maybe listen to this show and think that my opinion on Kanye West is not that. Like I commend him there. He's one of the most influential people ever in hip hop. If anybody were to knock that, they'd be crazy. No. But also, I I want to hear him. And the old Kanye West doesn't have as much to do with him being in that mindset or being kind of like, I don't want him embarrassing himself, cutting Taylor Swift off. That's not it. But I would love to have seen what that person maturing would look like. I feel like you took a, stri- a a detour and you got this person that you have now. And a lot of the album is him talking about the mistakes he made to get to the point that he is personally. Yeah. And that's cool. Like you can do that, but there's also a place where <clears throat> when I get excited again, when I hear Kendrick Lamar coming, because I think that he's going to touch on social issues and I ain't asking niggas to come and rap about the election and things of that nature, just more commentary about what we see. On a daily basis, but to be fair, I've seen on a daily basis that that Kendrick verse was four years in the making, dude. Like the literally, the nigga literally I has just not use been him out as an example because he does it the most. Like even J Cole struggled. Like even J Cole raps from a more, and it's hard to do this. And this is why Tupac is so great. It's hard to rap from a perspective of someone who you ain't been around in ten years. Like I get a nigga like J Cole rapping from his perspective of who he is and trying to make it his way, but it's still something else that's left out there that I feel like Kendrick Lamar can do is why we see the, the big gap 
in between his music. But that ain't the point. The point is with Kanye West and how he does it. And I really respect, like you said, the features and how he was able to get them out of his box and kind of bring the album in when he would get out there on his rants. That was the most impressive thing to me. And of course, the music. Um, I hated that there were no drums or like really like hard sounds like songs. we're used to in yeah. hip hop. But he tried to he tried to supplement that with like strong horns and shit, and it's just not the same. Well, uh, what what stood out first though? What uh um, whether it's a couple joints, album, man. It's hard, it's easy to get lost. Uh, but if I were jail, of course, uh with Hove ripped it. I like God. Like I I think it came out of the gate strong. God mm. breathed off the grid, like all of that is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get to Hurricane and Praise Fire and Jonah, I don't really like those. We're just going for some highlights, though. Shit, no, give me some highlights. We're gonna get to what you didn't like. I promise. I'm just scrolling through it now because there's so much shit right here. But yeah, those are the ones that I did like. What do you got? Um, I fucked with Off the Grid heavy. I thought that was that was Kanye's best vocal performance in terms of rapping, he was ripping that. When the, when the beat switched to the drill beat, he was ripping that. We're talking about him and Kim. Like I had a bag before I met her. So like me and her comparing bags, it was starting to get petty. Like, like all of that was all, he was ripping that. Fuck any, what anybody talking about, he was ripping that. Um, I also fuck with the, uh, I believe it's Believe What I Say with that, um, with the Lauren Hill sample. I thought that was hard. And if I had to pick another one, that Jesus Lord with um with um um J Electronica, um, that shit hard too, man. Like that, I fuck with that. Even though I don't J Elect be going off my head, I'm gonna keep it a stack. But I like that song though. I didn't like that. That was start. What? Yeah, I ain't like the Jesus Lord. That's crazy. I'm not a big I'm not a J Elect fan. I mean, neither am I, motherfucker. But that shit is hard. Like, and then the, you listen to the Locks version. Then, if you don't like him, <laughs> the Locks version is part two, right? Yeah, I like. I love their verses ending it up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's when you say you don't like something on here, it's just it ain't because it's bad. It's just it's just not what you like were looking for. I would for say sure. it ain't really no just no bad, terrible songs on here. But it was some shit that I was like, okay, I'm let me get to the next song because this is a lot. Uh, I mean, 24 was one of those. Uh, yeah, that was one of the more churchy gospel songs that on there. Organs. Yeah, was, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of shit. That, that 24 was one of them. That's a fact. Yeah, that, that was a big one. And I, I didn't like how it came in. Um, I didn't like the Donda chant mm. as far as nitpicking. But do you have or do they like hide? We talked about this before, but I didn't get a clear answer from you. Like, where are the features and the credits? Like, they don't put this shit on here no more. Like, yeah, that, that, with this? I blame Travis Scott Astro World for the hidden feature um, trick. And that's cool. See, I'm cool with that on first listen because I'm surprised at who I'm hearing. But, bro, after it's been out for about three or four hours, hey, go ahead and put the fucking yeah, features I, I on there so I know that. who's who. I waver on that, man. Like, sometimes I like it. It's like you said, sometimes I don't. It's kind of like the NFL with the new numbers for me. Like I'm kind of can get feel old. Like what the fuck am I looking at? Like single digit defensive ends and shit. Yeah, like nigga back in safety number four. Like what 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 is going on, dude? 
But it's the same thing with this. Like, as I scroll through, one of the things that helped me remember what I liked and what I didn't like is some of the features. And that's what I was going through when you were reading. Like, man, what the fuck are the features? They still ain't put them all here. But yeah, that was one of the things that I didn't like is not knowing who was what, because I still don't know. It's like Fabio, I, I recognize his voice and there's some recognizable voices, but there's still some people that I don't and would like the credit to. Um, but 24 was just the biggest one that stuck out to me. And the length, it was, it was really long. Uh, yeah. Like, it ain't pause. It ain't like <laughs> yep. this, this, this isn't something I not being a super fan. Once I get through this one time and two times, three times to review it for the show, it's, it'll be a long time before I digest this album as a whole again. I, w- I will say the Jesus Lord is tough too. Cause he got the Larry Hoover Jr. Phone call at the end. He ripped that. That shit was hard. He ripped it. Okay, I do like that song. That, yeah, that, that song was bang. That's what I'm saying. Like, what okay. song? But that's the I didn't problem like with like verse. Okay, that's I fair. I did like that song. Yeah, but that's the problem with the album, though. And that's what he I was, was talking to my man's about. He was like, "Bro, I can't differentiate what song is like. I want to tell you which ones I like, but I I don't know what's yeah, what." Yeah, dude, like thirty songs. Because if you're doing anything else other than sitting right here listening to it, taking notes, then like you got to run to your phone and be like, oh, damn, what which one was that?" Like, exactly. Go, it like five, ten times, and it just came out Sunday too. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll double back on this. Yeah, but to, on, on some skips uh, or some some lowlights, I, I guess the remixes I could have done without. I guess you know what I'm saying. Really, really, my boy Kanye put off the the unthinkable. He's got a 27 track album with no skips. Um, I didn't think he could do it. That's bullshit. History has been made. God damn it, Don the motherfucker Kanye, you did it, my nigga. Let's go. Until 27 tracks, no skips, niggas never happened in the history of rap until now. There are no like dead ass. There's no song on here that when I heard it come on, I was like, oh, I'm out of there. It wasn't one song, bro. I'm not bullshit. Kanye West fan though. Dude. I'm not relax. Nah, I'm relax, bro. Dude, it wasn't one song, bro. It with the exception of something like 20. 24 is a gospel like, record. There, there it is. There's your but one. I'm letting that go, though. Fuck nah, it. There's the one. You asked for one. I gave you one. It, it, so it, out the gate is strong, though. What do you think about the numbers that came out with this stuff? Do you think that they're going to hold up for a full week or Drake going to break these? Or is Kanye West still a boss at that? Yeah, because he, he don't track to do about 300. One, huh? He don't track to do like 300. I'm talking about the, the other stuff, too. The, the number two streamed. Spotify oh. debut ever and most whatchamacallit. Do you think like that's Fred? Like that's for Drake. Yeah. All of those press releases were for Drake. Yeah. Like remember next week, nigga, when you're talking about your million first week that I had the most this, that, and the third. I think the Drake's team is gonna be pressed. Like it's, it's gonna be a lot of promo this week. Now Drake, a lot Drake of is, promo this I week. seen the billboards and the, they they they're gonna yeah. they, he, he gonna do what he do. He in overdrive. Yeah. Who is he talking about? Who are the signs about? What does that mean? It's gonna be interesting, man. I'm 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 looking forward to that. Um, but if I had to, if you had to give this a rating, I know it's tough and it's early. We're early with the rating, but especially to the best album. of your ability. Yeah, good work uh streaming. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's five. Uh it's a oh, classic. Wow, <laughs> it's the it's the best gospel rap album of all time. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. No, I'm no, I'm gonna keep it a stack. I I really really like it. I, I like it mo- way more than I thought I would, and my expectations were were relatively low, even though it's a Kanye album. But I thought it was gonna be Jesus King Part Two, and I wasn't here for that. 
but the songs that I like on Jesus King that are more traditional rap shit, he doubled down on that on here. Cause the song with Young Thug is like that. The song with Dirk is like that. The song with Yachty sound traditional. This like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like he doing the traditional sound on here. It's not all Sunday service, uh, three minute long choir bridges and shit. Like he don't, he, he's not really doing that on here like that. Uh, so that that's why I say I really fuck with this. I'm gonna say it's banging. I'm gonna give it four. Um, actually, no. I mean, three and a half is banging. It's banging. Um, I, I understand the replay value is a little sketch. You really have to dive into it to really find the shit that you like and revisit it. And everybody ain't got time for that, especially when the sixth god is coming in a couple of days. So I understand that. But in terms of numbers, Drake he got his eye on them charts, and he always do numbers, man. So they're gonna play it strategically, and I, I'm ready for it. But I right. thought this album was better than, than a lot of people giving the credit for, to be honest. Drake gonna blow this shit out of the water, nigga. Maybe. Nigga, Kanye West gonna be on suicide watch next year. Hey, we don't know shit about this CLB, though. Like, we don't know no features finna be on yeah, there. Like, I know this nigga finna crush it, man. This nigga, he ain't goddamn, he in his prime, man. Kanye West, this is Kanye West's last big album. Ain't no more of this shit, man. He crazy All of, Yeah, I just, it's over for this, bro. This nigga, what, what, what was his album before this? Did it come out last year? Jesus King? Yeah, was it two years? No, I think it was 2019, I think. Two years ago. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, over. It's like nice. I was calling Ross, it's over. Like all this oh. big shit, then the Donda at Soldier Field, like it's a wrap, my nigga. Yeah, okay. The last time you running the label budget up like it, because you're not, like this is it. That's cap. And basically, oh. and most of that is off of what Drake is about to do next week. <laughs> Like niggas is going the next time Kanye West want to go in there and talk about oh, I'm spending 50 million on this and this show for my house. And I'm like, man, bro, Drake came out with an emoji album covering twice your shit. The seven days later, my nigga, take this eight million dollars and scrap some shit together, buddy. I'm telling you, man, Six God is finna, and you, yeah, y'all know I'm not the, no Drake fan or anything like that. Yeah, you are. You are. Yes, I respect what I'm It's not a stand. That's all. It's okay. You can be a I'm fan. Not niggas, niggas not too cool to be a fan. It's okay. Okay. I'm I give you that. That's all. I'm a fan of him. He, I'm a fan of him as an artist. That's what but I'm With that being said, he gonna come and he finna smoke this nigga boots next week nigga Kanye West gonna be so sick we'll see he gonna we'll be see so mad next week yeah y'all let us know what y'all think of this um Donda album I know it's early leave us a comment at on deck tv show on Instagram what do you rate it um we got some wins and some losses before we get out of here we are handing out an L to my guy fat Joe for having to hop on Instagram hit record on IG Live and clear up snitching rumors since paperwork has surfaced of Mr. Cartagena allegedly pointing the finger at some cats. That's nuts, man. Like, what, Cuban Link? Yeah. There's a dude he beefing with, man. Nigga drew up fake paperwork. <laughs> the paperwork looks super fugazi, nigga. That is insane, man. The fact that Fat Joe had to deal with that, man, I feel sorry for him, man. The nigga go through that much. Uh, but that's nuts. Drawing up the fake paperwork like, like a nigga can't like get real paperwork. <laughs> I just own five. That's the whole that's public the thing about paperwork. Dude, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. So like it's nuts, man. Um, we have a W the little baby again. He has been killing shit, man. Not only did he refurbish 
um, a basketball court in his neighborhood, but he also gave away bicycles uh, to kids in the neighborhood. He is killing this shit, man. He's becoming my favorite rapper outside the booth without question. Shout out to the hero, man. Well, is he the GOAT? Is he the GOAT or the hero? He's a neighborhood hero. He's a hero. Oh, he hero. Yeah, shout out to the hero, man. I love what little baby does, man. He, he, he just, it, and it ain't, I'm doing this for show ever, too. I know that's the cliche thing that people say when they give you credit for this, but it's just, it's really special to see what he done and how much Atlanta fuck with him, man. Atlanta love that guy. It's rightfully so, too. And I love what he's doing because it, I feel like the one thing, and I know this saved me when growing up, was I had shit to do, bro. I went to the center and played ball, bro. We, so we had something to do to keep you away from the bullshit. And so with the bikes, with the basketball court, this is giving kids, teenagers, something to fucking do, dude, <laughs> besides get caught up in some bullshit. So I, I, I respect it. He always talked about he wanted to build a center, too. So I wouldn't be surprised, man, if that shit was coming sooner than later. But salute the baby. baby. man. Keep that shit up, man. We love it. Love to see it. One more W we handed out to Lil Wayne. He's becoming the first rapper with his own tops trading card set. Salute to Wayne. That's dope. Yeah, that is fire. Trading cards are becoming big right now. Um, yep. Rap trading cards would be fire. That's hard. That would be 100. I, I'd get into that, especially with, again, that market picking back up. I'm going to look up some of my cards and see what I can get from them, actually. But rap trading cards would be dope. We need to put that together. Eat your heart out, soldier boy. You are not the first rapper with a trading card. You can't claim that. He's going to pull one out of the blue watch. Hey, if that nigga had a traded card from like 08, I'd be like, man, you got it, bro. You got it. Put that you nigga in the Hall the of Fame. Goat. You are the GOAT. If that's a fact. Um, on Decker of the Week, we are going to Patreon. Shout out to AJ. He left a review, man. Said, great review as always. This is definitely a five reels classic. This is the late registration review that uh, Jay Hove and I did. He said, side note. Have you guys thought about dropping small clips from the Patreon during the main podcast to let subscribers get an example of the dope content that is here? That is an excellent suggestion, AJ. And we have something special coming very soon to the main feed as it relates to Patreon. You read our minds, but stay very close and tapped in for something special we're doing in the coming weeks, man. So appreciate the uh, comment and stay tuned. Absolutely. That is exciting. One million percent. Thank you guys for tapping in over there. Keep supporting so we can keep doing dope shit. Absolutely, man. Patreon.com slash realville. The link is in the description. Please, do you have something to put me on? Yes, man. If you've been watching Raising Canaan, Canaan no. Academy. Absolutely. <laughs> My guy is dot wash. Great came up with that name, Fire Canaan Academy, playing off of Snow School. Like we did when we went to Snowfall and, and gave you the breakdown of it. Me, S. Wash, my guy Big Jeff from FSP all got on there. We talked about the first five episodes of Raising Canaan. Go check out the feed. Same feed the Snow School was on. We're going to dedicate that to TV and us commenting on the TV culture and things that impact our culture over there. So go check out that Canaan Academy. Brought to you by Realville Media, man. Really Shout fun. out to Canaan, man. Um... Y'all let me know how that goes. Cause that I was show... today years old. Nigga, let me tell you how little I know about Joey Badass. This nigga playing the whole villain in this, and I had no idea that that was Joey fucking Badass. That's funny as hell. I knew the nigga was in there. I thought he got killed like the second episode that we were talking about. They were like, that's Joey Badass. I said, no way. Yeah. He, he, got, job, though. 
even in his acting bag, he's he's in that uh Wu Tang series too on uh, Hulu. Yeah, you told me about that. I ain't never yeah. watched it though. Is that worth watching? Uh, I didn't finish the first season, but it wasn't bad though. I just for, for whatever reason didn't finish it. But it's not no slow though. It definitely is if you didn't finish it. Give me something. Put me on something. Fuck. Uh, I'm going to put you on a movie, man. Candyman came out this weekend. We did not hold the event. Had to put that on pause. The Delta virus is out here shaking life right now. So we're going <laughs> to work on our timing when it comes to the social screenings. However, I did go check it out. And I actually liked it, man. It was definitely worth checking out. Um, I will say the, the original, right? I did see the original. I just didn't see it when I was young. Mm. But I've seen the original. Yesterday? No, about a month ago, motherfucker. I watched the original about a month ago, and it's cool. But this new one, this new one, pretty good, man. Like, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. The third act kind of lost me, and then I watched a YouTube video explaining it, and then it made sense. I was like, okay, I fuck with it. Okay, I just needed some explanation. Sometimes you just need explanation. It explained it. I fuck with it. It's a good movie. Two thumbs up. Would you say Candyman in the Mirror five times? Yeah, the I fuck? don't believe. I, what I won't say is the, the Bell Witch in the mirror five times. I won't say that, though. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm not doing that. You got to be from Tennessee to know about it. That's Tennessee thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. However, mm-hmm. Candyman, that's light, man. That's a movie. And it's a good movie, though, man. Like, they put Jordan Peele's name on it, you know, produce. You know, they're trying to get the looks. But Shorty that, that directed it, she bodied that shit. It's pretty dope. It's definitely where you would like it. It's definitely worth checking out. I don't do scary movies. The fuck? You grown ass, you 45, dude. What are you talking about? They're too predictable. 45 was funny. <laughs> Not this thing. This ain't Jason. I mean, but it's scary. It's a scary movie, though. I can tell you what's gonna happen at the end. The bad guy's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a scary movie where that one didn't happen. So no. I'm nigga, we're on Halloween 30, nigga. Nah, yeah. nigga ain't what happens yet. every time at the end. The bad guy gets killed, dude. Every time. I need my- the most important thing for me in a movie is the end, dude. I'm a dialogue and an ending person. Like, if you can surprise me at the end and it was something that I didn't see coming, I love the movie forever. Like, Usual Suspect, uh, Bronx Tale, like, the, like Shawshank Redemption. Like, I'm, I'm an ending person. So when, when I tell people that I don't like uh, horror movies, they usually react like what you said. But it, it really ain't got shit. To, I don't give a fuck about the gore and the killing and shit. It's just more so the ending. I like unpredictable endings. There's more to this than the ending and the promise you he dies at the end. It's good. I promise you he dies. Hey, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. No, yeah. You got to t- stay tuned. Um, Thanks for not spoiling it for our listeners out there. There you go, man. Speaking of stay tuned, make sure you tap in with us next week um, on Deck TV show on YouTube. Um, all that good shit. Go to Facebook, search the group, rap chat, hop in there. Tell us what you thought about this Donda. Tell us what you thought about that Kendrick single and uh, anything else before we get out of here. Nah, man. Two big reviews. We will be probably what CLB is next week. Absolutely, hundred percent. We ready, man. Super back to back big episodes, man. We appreciate you guys supporting the big show. Be on the lookout for your on deck TV show merchandise very, very soon. We out. Yes, sir.